grab a fistful of quarters, we're hitting up the arcade, it's time to talk about Virtua Fighter 2. Hello everyone, welcome back once again to the Gaming Off the Beaten Path podcast. JD here once again, and you know, sometimes I wish I had more time to play video games. You know what, that's not a sometimes, I always wish I had more time to play video games. You know, one of the things I I try to make a point of, I actually play the games that I review, and unless something, not that most reviewers don't, but unless something is straight up terrible, I try to play it to completion, or beating the game. We're going to, you know, what's beating the game and what's completion is going to have to be a different uh, discussion for a different day. I try to at least clear, you know, the main game. Trust me, I'd like to play more RPGs, but I can't bang out a 40 plus hour game in a week. I just can't. I don't have that much time to play. Usually, though, I feel I have sufficient time to get at least an everyday gamer's level of understanding of pretty much every game I play, whether I beat it or you get close. I usually at least get close. It's kind of all I need. It's sort of in line with my gimmick, right? You know, I'm trying not to be this, like, hardcore gamer. And, you know, I don't know if I am. Like, I play a lot. It's my primary hobby. But, you know, I I don't know if I'm quite a hardcore gamer. But, you know, sometimes I just come across games that I wish I could put more time into, or at least feel like I should put more time into to get really a true, full understanding of of the game. Uh, Usually those come in the form of more story-oriented games, RPGs and such, but that's not always the case. You know, I've heard since the 90s just how great Virtua Fighter 2 is, that it's incredibly easy to learn, but it's also incredibly difficult to master. I don't know how true it is, but, like, I remember hearing stories in EGM or, you know, whatever, Game Informer or Game Pro or whatever magazine, of Japanese players, like, lining up and waiting for hours at arcades to receive lessons from basically pro Virtua Fighter 2 players back in the day. Uh, in the 90s, you know, even looking online, like, it's not hard to find these, like, long, in-depth guides about each character that go into, like, every minute detail of just, like, every potential scenario, what moves to use, what counters what, how to move where, when to guard, when to throw, that kind of stuff. And, you know, that's crazy for a fighting game that has no projectiles, no dialogue combos, no lateral movement, and only three buttons. There's only punch, kick, and guard. Every time I play Virtua Fighter 2, it feels like a simple game, but I think that has a lot to do with just not having the time to put into it to get really good at it. It also leads to some frustration with it, I'm not going to lie, and it makes it hard a little bit to look at Virtua Fighter 2 objectively. First, though, I'm going to talk a little bit about where this game came from. So, it originally hit Japanese arcades in 1994 before making its way stateside early in 1995. Virtua Fighter 2 was published by Sega and developed by their in-house AM2 team. Project was led by Yu Suzuki, 
He's an iconic developer. His accolades are very well known to most hardcore gamers, people that follow the industry, or whatever it is do you want to call us. Virtua Fighter 2 was revolutionary in many ways. Uh, it introduced, I think, it introduced texture-mapped 3D characters, and it was one of the first games to use motion capture animation. Obviously not the first Mortal Kombat, you know, used motion capture stuff, but it was one of the early examples. It was an early example of a 3D fighter, or at least in theory... This is, again, another different discussion for a different day thing. In practice, Virtua Fighter, at least Virtua Fighter 1 and 2, aren't actually true 3D fighters. Um, I'm sure somebody that's like a super hardcore uh, fighting game player, uh, like a pro or someone, could explain to you why that's the case. I think I have an understanding, but I'm not going to get into it. But long story short, it's not really a true 3D fighter like you know Soul Calibur is. Virtua Fighter 2 would eventually be ported to the Saturn in late 1995, and it'd go on to be a critical and commercial success for the console. It wasn't quite arcade perfect, but the 5th gen ports were getting pretty close to arcade perfect. It was the closest they'd ever been by a long shot. Virtua Fighter 2, most popular in Japan, but it was also successful in the US as well as power regions. I've seen a lot of reasons as to why, but the general consensus is that the game's excellent. It's one of the all-time great fighting games. I liked it, but I don't know if I would go that far. I was never a Sega kid, but I do hold some nostalgia for this game because, you know, I've talked a lot before about how, as a kid, I kind of grew up in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't really that easy to get to arcades. They were around, but yeah, it was a little bit of a drive. Um, and a lot of games just weren't there. I don't have experience with a lot of these arcade cabinets that a lot of people talk about. But that was not the case with Virtua Fighter 2. For whatever reason, any arcade that I ever visited, Virtua Fighter 2 was always there. Um, and there, you could always find somebody playing, but it would, you know, not too many people. Like a lot of times the Mortal Kombat machine would just be mobbed. Um, and, you know, you could actually get on the sticks with Virtua Fighter. So. I've always seen the appeal of it, but I've also preferred most of the other big-name fighting series. And I've come to find out, I just do, in general, prefer more traditional 2D fighters. But, we're going to get started with the positives. And the first of, of which is a fairly large, especially for the time, very interesting roster. All the fighters from the original VF return, bringing back what was already one of the genre's strongest lineups. Each fighter had a unique play style. They all feel different despite the relative simplicity of the control seam and their special moves. Uh, you know, you've got series poster boy Akira. He has a lot of power moves. Jeffrey and Wolf are grapplers. Cage and Pi are fast kind of volume strikers. Sarah and Jackie are well-rounded. And Lau, I'm going to confess I've never actually played as him, but he's there. New to Virtua Fighter 2 are Shundi an elderly drunken boxer, and Lion Raffaele, who's a French high school student. Shun is a welcome addition. He's very unique, especially amongst the fighters here, but Lion, we're going to get back to. Characters are balanced for the most part. Again, we'll get back to that most part part. And their special moves are relatively easy to figure out. You've only got three buttons, punch, kick, and guard, so it's a matter of stringing the correct buttons or combinations of buttons together and determining whether you need to hold or just kind of push the joystick to activate 
some of these or how they kind of play in series. You know, I've always been partial as I pie is probably my main here to her punch, 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 flip kick kind of attack. I probably overuse it. So the series is pretty well known for its approximation of realism. You're not going to see any fireballs or dragon punches or hurricane kicks or sonic booms. All of the attacks are grounded, at least in real life martial arts. And there's very few attacks that constitute uh, anything like superhuman. The closest one is probably Cage. I think it's Kage, actually. He has a, the the actual true uh, name uh, of the move is escaping me. Maybe you judokas could help me out. But it's that one you kind of essentially get a, a tie clinch uh, around the top of the head. And when you know you, they put pressure on you, push into you, you fall to your back, put your foot in his, uh, you know, in the the gut and kind of fall backwards and release and throw. Um, when he does it, you know, it launches you, like, way up into the air. And, you know, you can... Uh, I hit one in a practice session one time back when I was training, or at least a similar move, and you can launch somebody pretty good. But uh, not like that. So there are a couple examples, but mostly it's known for realism. Um a lot of the attacks may not be as effective in a real fight or in a you know MMA or boxing or wrestling or whatever that they made it out to be. I'm just going back to Kage for a minute. Everyone in this game has a downed attack. I'm just telling you right now, if you're attacking a grounded opponent, do not jump into the air and like spike the top of your own head down onto their sternum. You are going to hurt yourself far more than you hurt your opponent. Anyway, mostly realistic, a couple aside from a couple examples. If I had one small gripe here, actually it's that Wolf, who is one of the grapplers, he's a wrestler and he uses all pro wrestling moves. Usually in a more like out there fighting game, or even in a game like this, I'm all for a nice vertical suplex or scoop slam or giant swing. But if there's any game where they could have actually incorporated some like freestyle or Greco or amateur collegiate wrestling moves, it would have been Virtua Fighter. Uh, it would have been nice to see Wolf hit like a gunt wrench or arm spin or d straight double or something like that. But, you know, that's just my personal bias. Other positive here, presentation. I never realized how much better Virtua Fighter 2 looked than Virtua Fighter 1 before I saw them side by side. Um, it really was one of the best looking 5th gen titles, especially the arcade version. It's clean, the blocky models from the first game are gone, they're super smooth, uh, you know, especially for this kind of graphics in this era. Uh, the backgrounds look way better. Um, the first game had like generic static images kind of in like the background, like they looked almost like they were like Microsoft Paint kind of like copy pastes. Um, those are gone. They're replaced by some really great-looking locales. Sounds excellent. I don't think the tracks are quite as memorable as the ones from the first game, but they're still awesome, and in some ways, they're kind of a better fit for the action. Um, hitting an opponent's so satisfying. I usually bring this up with beat-em-ups. It's not as big a deal with fighting games to me, but, like, it's... The, the hit sound is so cool, and the throw sound, I just love it. It just makes me want to hit throws all the time. It's so much more polished here than it was in the first game, and honestly, probably more polished than, than it was, you know, in, in its contemporaries. 
My biggest problem, though, from Virtua Fighter 2 comes from the AI. Look, this game was predominantly designed to play with other people. It feels like that more so than any fighting game I think I've ever played. But I don't always have that option. I mostly play games, even fighting games, against the computer, and good lord is it ridiculous here. You're going to be able to get past the first two, three, maybe four fighters easily, but then the game starts pulling out every cheap trick it can to stop your progress dead in its tracks. You thought Mortal Kombat 2 was the all-time grand champion of input reading? Well, then you haven't played Virtua Fighter 2. Good lord, it is brutal. Like, it's just awful. It's especially brutal against the grapplers, because obviously you can't block grapples. You can't take that much damage here. It kind of fits in with the whole realistic thing. So even one successful throw is going to be difficult to come back from. It'll take off, you know, half your life bar. You know, you land three punches and that's it. The round's over. I swear, if Computer Jeffrey decides he's grabbing you at the start of the round, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And if you so much as think about hitting the block button, if you even, like, look at the block button... That's exactly what he's going to do. It's kind of like, you know, again, not super into, like, the competitive Street Fighter scene, but, like, allegedly there's a... I think it's in Street Fighter 2, World Warrior or Super, uh, I don't know. But allegedly, like, Honda has an unwinnable matchup against Zangief because, like, if Zangief just starts, you know, hits a spinning pile driver at the start of the fight, like, Honda literally can't do anything about it. That's the way it feels when you fight uh, Jeffrey in Virtua Fighter 2. Part of what makes Virtua Fighter 2 so fun and balanced when playing against other humans is how precise you have to be with your special moves. Like, there's no, there's no give here. If you don't hit it exactly the way it's supposed to be, it won't work. That's fine when you're playing against another person, and that's the way it should be, and you're both under the same constraints. You're, you're both human. But when the AI can just bust out whatever move it wants, whenever it wants, it creates a serious imbalance because it can do things. And not that this isn't a problem in every fighting game, but it's especially exacerbated in Virtua Fighter. It can just do things that melt three quarters of your health that, you know, are a challenge to actually hit on a person. The computer is also really difficult to punish. Uh, It whiffs like when it whiffs and before you can like even counter the AI is already punishing your punish again, not really a problem playing with the other person. Uh, it's stuff that exists in other fighting games, but it's way worse in Virtua fighter two than just about anywhere else. This AI is brutal. It's up there with street, uh, super street fighter two turbo. That may be worse, but it's up there. Speaking of imbalance, we got to talk about our good buddy Lion. Remember all that balance that I talked about? Yeah, Lion kind of breaks that balance. At least I think he does. Characters like this that violate the fundamental rules of the game always do, whether it's a fighting game or anything else. You see, Lion is a practitioner of praying mantis kung fu, which means he kind of has like the hunched over stance. That would be fine, except he's almost impossible to hit with high attacks. If high attacks and low attacks were equally strong, it would be just a minor frustration. But low attacks aren't really all that strong on most characters, and even the characters that have good low attacks 
tend to struggle to chain them together. The only character who can consistently chain them together is Lion. Of course, you basically have to block low against him and slowly chip away at his life with low pokes, all while hoping he doesn't just decide to throw you. Again, with the AI, most of the time he just decides to throw you. Um, it's kind of like playing against Odd Job in GoldenEye. We all remember how that was. Who, you know, show of, of hands, um, who, whose uh, group of friends banned Odd Job uh, during uh, multiplayer games of GoldenEye. I know my, my people did. My hand's up. You can't see me, but it's up there. You can figure it out, but it's not fun, and it ruins the game for pretty much everyone involved. Um, also, side note, we have a genuine dyed-in-the-wool boarding here. Um, how many high school kids do you think are actually named Lion in France? Um, I would put a not unsubstantial amount of money on this being a translation error. That, or again, you know, it's just like how many boards there are at Itchy and Scratchy Land, you know? I, maybe, maybe that's the way it is in his town. Yeah, no, eh, yeah. No, my son is also named Lion. Anyway, at the end of the day, I really liked Virtua Fighter 2, and I understand why it was such a killer app for the Saturn. I had my frustrations with it, but they largely came from the fact that I was playing against the AI, and that I didn't really have as much time as I would like to truly learn the ins and outs of the game. It also complained about the lack of options. There's just arcade and verses. But that was standard for the time. And it pretty much fits with the stripped-down nature of Virtua Fighter. I think if I had more time with it, I'd have appreciated it way more. Franchise is still going, though it's not nearly as popular as it once was. Uh, Virtua Fighter 3, which I want to say hit the arcades in like the mid-90s before ending up at the on the Dreamcast, was met with kind of an emphatic meh. But that was largely become because of when it was released and other things that were going on around it and it being a bad game. I actually think, feel like I remember it being pretty solid. Um, you know, it's, Virtua Fighter 4 was a critical darling. Many people seem to like Virtua Fighter 5, but the series has kind of slipped down the, the fighting game pecking order. Personally, there's quite a few series I would play over Virtua Fighter, 2D-wise, I'm taking Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, the big two, probably even Guilty Gear, over over Virtua Fighter. 3D-wise, definitely taking Soul Calibur. I probably like Tekken 3 better than any Virtua Fighter game I've ever played, but I think Virtua Fighter overall is, might be the better series, or it's the series I like better. Um, I'm definitely picking Virtua Fighter 2 over any Dead or, Dead or Alive games or any of those like anime-based fighters that aren't Guilty Gear. Uh, even amongst the series I generally like better, I'd have to put Virtua Fighter 2 above their weaker titles, you know? And because at the end of the day, Virtua Fighter 2, bit of a frustrating experience. I don't hold it on the same pedestal that some gamers do. However, it's a really, really good fighting game that is absolutely worth your time. Go check it out. 8.75 out of 10. That's going to do it for me this week. Thanks again for stopping by. Hope to see you next time, and until then, happy gaming.